0: back with another episode of the Creator Club Podcast. You're here with John Marsh. I hope you had a great weekend and start to the week so far. I want to personally welcome you to the show. If you're a coach or creative business owner on this podcast, we teach you the key skills to attract dream clients into your business, learn to love your selling and your sales process, and grow your business with confidence. All right, so this introduction, I'm recording on a Monday morning, which is a little bit different. I had a big weekend on Sunday. I was up early, got up the coast to go spearfishing, which is something I like to do. And especially in winter, it's beautiful up there this time of year. It's quiet, nobody around, and it's nice to get out of kind of the city This morning, I was up early on Monday mornings. I do what we call the win the week planning. So we run this as a call inside of Creator Club every Monday morning. And I get up earlier and do it for our business before that call. And basically it's a process to look at what you've got coming up over the week and just simplify everything down. So know the key goals that you've got to focus on and then look at each day and see what needs to happen. And then there's some other things in there as well around gratitude, around appreciation, and around relationships. So that was my Monday, I've got my coffee now to record this intro, which is for a very special episode. So today we are around about 12 months into Creator Club, a little bit over, I think it was May, Middle of May marks around 12 months. So we decided to do something different and I wanted to get Ruby, who is my partner in crime and Creative Club, also my wife onto the show to talk about how we do business, how it's kind of gone as a husband-wife partnership combination and business owners working together. How do we do it? How does it work? And this was interesting because I think for a lot of people the last couple of years, you know, there's been a lot of changes structurally to how you work, where you work, what work looks like, and also how that fits in with the family dynamic or any relationships that you've got. And it can be super challenging, you know. It's something that we've worked with on and off, mostly on since 2009. Which was when I opened our first business, which was in retail, and all of a sudden took over the little desk that we also had at home. And we were sort of thrust into the situation where there was this home office setup. And then it's like, okay, how do we do that and then also have a great relationship? How do we now work together and then also have a great relationship? And we still figure stuff out every day. It's an ongoing process, something that we choose to lean into, choose to learn, choose to work on, but we've also learned a ton. And so I wanted to get Ruby on, ask her opinion on this stuff, ask what she thinks about it, and then share with you guys some of this behind the scenes in case it helps you, in case you're at home or you suddenly found yourself at home you know, either working right alongside your husband or your wife or your kids, or you are thinking about going into business or working with your spouse or partner, whatever the setup is that you've got, and just share some of our learning. So we're gonna talk to Ruby today, or I'm gonna talk to Ruby today, and share that with you guys. So let me know how you find this episode. It's the first show where I've had Ruby on as a guest, so definitely something different. It was a lot of fun for us, but let me know what you think, and if it works well, maybe we'll do it again sometime in the future. All right, let's jump into the show. You're here with John Marsh. as the Creator Club podcast. Today, the guest is my wife, Ruby Marsh, who is the other half of Creator Club Business Coaching Membership. All right, let's jump in. So for those of you listening, and I'm pretty sure most people will know, Ruby is my wife. And we've been married since 2014, March 14th. And we're in business together. So Ruby and I both run Creator Club. And I wanted to get Ruby on the show today. And we're going to do something a little bit different if you're up for it. I'm up for it we're gonna talk about working together so as a couple and how we kind of do that so not because we think or i think that we have it figured out or anything like that but to just share some of the some of the story some of the i don't know like the backstory how it came to be because we've been doing this for a long time
1: we have, yeah, not not in this exact way, but yeah, small business is in our, our backstory, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, so I think in the last couple of years, a lot of people have sort of been, you know, thrust into this arrangement and they might not work in the same business, obviously, as their husband or their wife or their partner. But they're now in the same space for a lot of people. A lot of people now working from home or home offices, this kind of stuff. And it can be super challenging. So there's sort of that side of it. And then for us and for some of you guys listening, you might actually be in, an, in the same business as well. And so that's got its own sort of unique, uh, you know, characteristics, challenges, uh, benefits as well. So I thought we could just share a little bit about that and I'd love to get your take on some of it because I have my kind of experience but I think hearing some of yours and maybe you sharing some of yours to other people could be helpful and if you're working from home and your partner's you know in the same space or you're in the same business and you like it or you don't like it or there's challenges or obstacles maybe some of this stuff might resonate and that's kind of all i had on the cards how does that sound for you
1: feels good feels good i'm ready
0: okay so (laughs) maybe what i'll do is i'll give a quick backstory to how it began and then what i might ask you is to share some of your experiences some of that stuff and then that'll get us up to speed to create a club and what we're doing now. So in 2009 I opened a running store and Ruby was I was an engineer before that and Ruby was an architect. And so when we met we were in completely different industries to now. And Ruby did high-end residential stuff in a Sydney firm and I was in Aerospace engineering and then uh, building sustainable building design and in 2009 uh, we opened a running store and I was like seven days a week in that business literally I think at the beginning we were open Sundays, and I was the only person in there and then you've got obviously the back end of the business too there's a retail store so there's a lot going on and Ruby was still uh, in her career but I also kind of took over the home desk and we lived in this tiny little place in freshwater, which is on Sydney's on the beaches, literally like it was 70 square. So it's basically your kitchen was connected to the living room and then there was a bedroom and this desk that we had was in the living room of this little unit. And I basically set up shop in this desk, which was right in the middle of the living space. And Ruby would get up and go to work and I would start work or I'd be in at the store. And so there was, we have been kind of going up against this sort of like, how do you do this? How do you actually have a relationship and kind of get stuff done and not blow up in each other's faces for like 12 or 13 years? Uh, and then that continued until, uh, what happened next? Well, you eventually? When did you leave architecture?
1: I left architecture nine years ago. So two
0: thousand and
1: yeah, two thousand around about when we got married actually.
0: Just,
1: Fourteen. Yeah, two thousand and th- I think t- in the two thousand and thirteen was uh, when I left, and yeah, that was that was a crazy time as well. Because uh, you had the store and I was also throwing myself into a car- massive career change there was a lot going on.
0: <laughs> yeah, there was a lot going yeah. on and still the little space yeah we hadn't moved down to Melbourne so anyway, we I, I think in those early stages I so I was working from home and I was I still had a lot to learn in terms of you know you when you're the person working from home it's sometimes hard to realize the impact that it has on the space and that it's like the living space as well you know what I mean so at the beginning I remember that there was like probably no boundaries it was just it was kind of just chaos and trying to figure out the store and trying to figure out how to make everything work Mm -hmm. not really like how does the relationship work? We d- I don't think we had any awareness, or I didn't really, around that, except for things weren't working sometimes. It was like, this isn't working, but I didn't really realize it. It might've been to do with the whole setup and how I was doing it as the person from home. Uh, let's jump to Melbourne. So we had the gym and it was about the same setup. Mm. Except I wasn't working from home. I worked from in the gym.
1: Yeah, yeah. Occasionally on the weekends you would be at home doing some work, but it was we were able to have a little more separation, which was quite nice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So the house became more for the relationship. We got a dog and the the work stuff was kinda of home at home. I mean, sorry, at the gym. Okay, well, let's go to the, probably the, we may as well just go to the current setup. But basically all of that is to say, there's got a lot of rambling there, but all of that was to say that we probably had, I don't know, six to eight years of different setups. A lot of that was from home. Like I've tried everything. I tried in the early days getting the laptop out and going to cafes. I remember trying that stuff. And to me, that doesn't work at all now. It, like it's 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 insanity to try that. But anyway, for some it does. I tried that. I tried, you know, different, all these kinds of different things. And then sometimes you would have to work from home. And so we'd have these makeshift setups. ups and how does it work? And, you know, what we have now has evolved. And so I kind of wanted to talk about that because I think now most people are probably in something closer to what is going on here, except unless they're still going into the office. Um, is there anything that you that you thought about that was important in those years before now?
1: Yeah, I think there's obviously the the working from home or having someone working from home, and then. Uh, one of us was, was in a job, which I think was, you know, quite a good balance for us in the beginning. I think it's become more of a natural progression to now work together and uh, you never find the right time for these things to happen. But certainly me going away and having my own my own job was was good in the beginning because it did keep some separation and we had our own things that we were working on. Obviously, the relationship dynamic when you have one person running a small business and the other person with a, a job, a, a J-O-B, you know, that's 38 hours a week or whatever, um, and a lot more structure and routine, it, it is interesting for that person to then have someone that is so um, I guess immersed in their small business experience and so that was interesting because I started to realize even though I had grown up with parents running small businesses I started to see what was actually required also to run a small business and that was that was challenging I guess because finding balance for the relationship probably was Uh, harder, but also I was like, okay, if you're all in on this business, this is what's required. So I think that's just important to note is that sometimes if you're the person that has the job and the other person has the small business, it can be hard to see what's required until you're actually living with someone Mm, and they're doing it. Yeah.
0: And you also... Can't underestimate the amount of, you know, an inverted commas figuring it out that the person is going through at the beginning. Mm. Like, there's a lot of mind share that's Mm. going towards like something might not be working. I'm I'm figuring this out, and that can feel like it's taking attention away from other things. But the you know when you're in that space, like you're you're trying to work through something, so it can sometimes take seemingly a lot of time for that to happen but that person's working through it at whatever pace that they need to Uh, so in terms of creative club ruby was doing one-to-one coaching and i had run a one-to-one coaching program back in 2018 and then i had run two no, two thousand and sixteen, I think. Two group coaching programs in since two thousand and nineteen, which are different under different um, name. And they were quite different actually to Creative Club. But they were great. They were really cool and a really cool experience. And Ruby ran a small group in the end of two thousand and nineteen. Yeah. And so what happened was I think I, I was like, look, this is there's a common thread here. Like to be doing this on two sides because we both had sort of evolved to this place through the shared experience of small business and of uh, architecture and engineering, and then kind of landing into the space. People were coming and asking for help around business, and you were working uh, with individuals and then the group, and so there was there was so much synergy that I think I was like, we should just look at what it would be like to bring it all together. And I think that's important is like, you know, we have different roles in the business, but it's kind of cool in that. I feel like there's, there's a deep purpose for both of us. And it just, it just happened. Obviously there's a shared story there for a few years, since about 2006, something like that. So we had a shared story for a long time, which may lead to that point. But I wanted to mention that a little bit too. It's not like I was, okay, create a club and can, can I hire you? Can you do this work? You were lit up on the work and then we came together and was like, oh, hold on a second. Could this work together? What would that be like? And I just wanted to add that there that I think that the grounding of all of this is that there's a shared purpose. If you had your thing, you would be doing. Does that does that make sense to you?
1: Yeah, and I I'm thinking back to that time when we made that decision, and we did. We spent, I mean, we spent a lot of months building out the back end of Creator Club before we launched, but we also spent a lot of time on really getting clear on the vision for it so that we both felt like we shared the vision because that's always, we talk about vision so much in Creator Club, but I'm realizing now that that doing that work and doing that work together also meant that we both had ideas from our different backgrounds and our different strengths coming into it. And no matter what we decide along the way with the business, we. We had that time to really cement that vision before it was, and to decide launched. if yeah. we were going to do it together. Yeah, true. Because
0: it was resistance, sure. <laughs> it was, yeah. You were like, you were, you were like, oh, I don't know if I want to work with you. <laughs> no, I think there was just resistance on both sides because the work that you were doing was quite different in terms of the vibe to what I was doing. Mm. So we we really spent a long time of like, is this the right thing to do? Not we didn't rush it and it wasn't sort of thrown together, and then actually, we had a whole bunch of other different names and stuff, didn't we? Mm. We eventually so when we what happened was we sat down with a brand strategist, and did I sit down with him or did we both? Either way, we both worked, I think I might have sat down with Johan, but anyway, we we weren't sat with the brand strategist. And what that that does is it helps you to bring color and tone and font and a feel to the idea that you've got. And I think what happened was...
1: Well, that was really important to That me. was important yeah. because
0: it was like, okay, this can work and it can be done together. And there's there's different energies in it from two different people. But I think that was important for us both to go, okay, I can express myself in this. And it's not like... It's not just one-sided
1: mm. Mm.
0: Um, okay, so in terms of working together, that's kind of what the podcast is about the episode. We right now are recording this in the, the layer the layer, which I call <laughs> it the layer. This is where I work, mostly. Ruby does too occasionally, but it's m- behind behind us is mostly my books. there's a bunch of my stuff. The all in books are there in boxes on the floor. There's a lot going on from my story and where Ruby is right now, as we record this, that's where I sit and I do work. And the reason I'm talking about that is 90% of the time I'll be in here and the door might even be closed and Ruby's in her own desk setup in a completely different part of the house. And I wanted to share that because I think the, the biggest thing for me, one of the biggest learnings over the last however long, was around uh, space and having the spaces be used for certain things and kind of separating the spaces and trying to, you know, people say boundaries or whatever, but it's kind of like theming or having a purpose for the space. And so I think I just wanted to share that as the first thing, like we have different spaces and sometimes a lot of times Ruby will have her headphones in because she doesn't want to hear what I've got to say, or she doesn't want to be bothered. And I'll have the door closed because I'm trying to do some deep work and I don't want to be bothered. And I wanted to just open that up to you because to me, that was like a big, a really big thing that we haven't done before this
1: no and i think some of that that stuff probably just uh, you would assume okay the door's closed one of us is working or ruby's got her headphones on and i don't think we laid down strict you know uh, schedule around our work or i need this time or we do communicate it but i think Having those separate spaces and for me, and I think this is true for you as well, um, but for me certainly having a space that feels comfortable, that I enjoy working in, that's set up well, and I guess in terms of my identity in the business as well, like that was really important to me and like john was saying he has his his space is very much him so i think also is separating the space allowed us to do that a bit better as well and for us to kind of keep our own our own styles and our own identities um that was certainly something that i wanted to make sure that we maintained when we first went into business together and I think that's probably why it took me a little bit longer to really be a hell yes to the idea um, because I'm a bit headstrong <laughs> and 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 that was something that was important and then yeah I think separating the spaces because we also work a little bit differently would you say as well like we have um, different ways of working, Um, And I think being able to understand that and then respect that in some way is really important because otherwise you just make assumptions that the other person is going to have the same productivity levels and work exactly like you and the same expectations. And I think that that, that's been something we've probably had to work through a little bit as well.
0: Yeah, I think the space Myself, there's that productivity side. Like, I so I, my main work time is like from really early, like five in the morning, kind of thing. When you're not up yet, that's like my most productive. So, the spacing is good for that. Like, I can go in there, close the door, and, and get that done. But I actually think that the space thing is more to do with the marriage. In terms of like, in terms of the relationship. So, you know, we kind of talked about this a little bit where the having that space allows the relationship to breathe. And I think that without that, if you're always up in each other's grill, like you just, it gets really hard to have a relationship where you're just not burned out by the other person. You know what I mean? Because you're always you're you're in their space, right? You're in their space, but you're in their energy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And so we do a lot of that that sort of thing on purpose. Like Ruby will, you know, do things and I don't want to come. Like there's certain things that you'll go and do. I won't do it because it's not something for me. And I'll go like today, I went spearfishing for half the day. And I'll make time to do things that uh, you this you just don't come, and that's actually been really valuable. I think so for me, the space thing, yes, on the productivity and the work, but then massively on the on the polarity in the relationship. Do you think that that's true?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, um, and. It's not something like it makes sense, but then I think until you put it into practice a number of times, do you start to realize, oh yeah, there's such a a benefit to that because I think obviously when you're with someone, you wanna be with them, but you, I think after a number of years, you realize that actually that's like what's healthy for the relationship here as well. And so it takes, a few times of doing that to see oh wow like there's such a powerful difference when like you notice it straight away but when you do it multiple times you realize how powerful that space can be and And that's
0: that's for us yeah other people might not have that but i think a lot of people already do that too they they get sick of each other and but see that's the thing i don't think we get too sick of each other because the space is in place ahead of time yeah and we like i think that would it's be not the big...
1: react- reactive no so much yeah we
0: take it quite seriously i would say that that's like the main thing because you know i might go away to new zealand or you might go hang out with your sister or go for coffee with people and it's like very it's quite serious i would never be like can i come <laughs> do you know what i mean like it just it just is not It wouldn't fly and vice versa Uh, because if I don't have that time then it's just a different person and when you do have that space you walk back into the home or to the office and it's like oh you have a story to tell and you're a different person because of the experience you had when you were away so yeah that's that's the main thing that I think what else
1: Uh, what about in terms of, what about in terms of the difference in how we work? Like, I think something that's kind of interesting that we've brought up before, but again, like I think it's kind of, uh, kind of so interesting when you reflect on this stuff, how, you don't always sit down and have meetings about these things and say, okay, this is, this is what we need to put in place. We, Yeah, I'd say organically just understand each other's needs. But one thing that I think is kind of interesting, if if you are a husband and wife team in business or you're a husband and wife team and you're working together at home, I think one thing that's kind of been interesting over the last year and a bit for us to understand is my energy needs versus your energy needs and this is something that a lot of interests a lot of people I think now is like understanding the differences between men and women and what I need and and. I mean, personally, for me, I I'm interested to know from you whether your expectation is that everybody should just have the same uh, output as you, because you're like you're such an incredible worker, and you have such an incredible work ethic. And I guess for me, during a month, I don't have always the same kind of energy, and so also bringing that into the conversation is. You mean your cycle? Yeah, my cycle. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't... Look, the thing I think about business is in life, and this is is more recent. This is the last 12 months. We've talked a little bit about this, is that I don't think it's about the grind Mm. at the root level. I used to. I used to think it was about the grind. So when I would meet people and they didn't think that way, I was like, you know, I would judge that. I would be like, okay, well. And now it's very much about, like I love to work and I think that you need a lot of endurance and a lot of work ethic for small business. But I don't think that we're here to endure, right? To, that's not the point. The point is to experience. And so in terms of the cycle or any other person and their different energy and work, uh capabilities i don't i i think it's important for that person to to learn to do what they need to do to not grind because otherwise you just burn out having said that you know there's a lot there's a big demand for small like there's a big demand in small business Mm. so i guess the the caveat to this is and this isn't directed towards you i don't think but I'm not saying that as soon as it's uncomfortable, you just stop or you just go sit on the couch and it's, there's a lot, there's, it's a relative thing, right? But in the person's lived experience, I think it's not about grinding. And so, yeah, I, I, I'm totally open to, uh, whatever the sort of, I leave that up to you Mm -hmm. or to other people. You Mm -hmm. know, I don't think one person can, uh, can decide that for anyone else.
1: No, there still has to be a level of trust as well, though I think that's with uh, anyone that is in business. You know, you you have a lot of work to do and it can be – sometimes we work six, seven days a week and sometimes we don't. And I think that's the other thing is that we've got into a good rhythm where we're able to – maintain things that we need in order to thrive as well so
0: it's about systems too yeah
1: like your training you know that's something that you is really important in order for you to be actually be able to run the type of small business that you want to run and so even when we're busy we, we might work seven days a week but there's still we're still looking after our needs at a basic level there's always like good food there's always plenty of sleep there's always training things like that and I think that that's really important is that yeah you can you can work every day if you want but you still need to make sure that your basic needs are being met as well and I think that's something that we we do pretty well
0: Mm, I think so that's just because I think that's been part of our story for a long time before i look at output Mm. like we have certain things we use systems to make things easier right but you know if you're listening maybe if you think about say your marketing or your delivery or something that you're doing the thing that matters is the work getting shipped and then the result of that work getting shipped so the goal isn't to spend more time. The goal is to use systems to produce more effectively. That's kind of how I look at it. So I'm really big on speed, but speed doesn't mean it's easy to think that speed means hustle and that it means more time working, but it really just means the work gets shipped fairly quickly so that there's less toiling with it. Because I found in my experience that that overthinking cycle, which I've done for you know, back in the day, for years, doesn't actually help. You know, so yeah, I always come back to output, and I think that sometimes causes a little bit of conflict because I'll just be looking at the output, and if it's not there, then I'm like, okay, we need to we need to look at that, and sometimes I'm probably not the best at giving that feedback, uh, but that's how I see the world. That's kind of, and so I'm learning to always communicate that better. Uh, but I'm not yeah, too bothered about time at the desk, right? It's like what's gone out this week or what's what needs to be done mm. is kind of like the main mm. thing. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to talk about is we don't have a massive emphasis on communication.
1: No, <laughs> we don't.
0: I don't think, but I don't think the communication is bad. No. It's just that, like I see in the culture, there's a really big emphasis for a lot of people on, you know, becoming a much better listener, becoming a better communicator with your partner, making more time to to sit and talk through things. And we do it, but I would say, and I'd be interested to hear what you think, that by creating that space and sort of focusing on what needs to happen in the business the things that pop up work themselves out pretty well as in we don't have like a weekly meeting i know you wanted to do that for a long time we kind of do but we don't we don't spend a long time communicating over things we don't have a lot of meetings no no
1: no we pretty much get we uh, you call it divide and conquer we get into action pretty quickly um but yeah i think i think if you're a mature person though you just also don't let things simmer or you don't let things annoy you or frustrate you like there's no time but
0: see i think that's where we use the space thing yeah like i'll I'll close the door yeah if there's something that pops up i'll close the door and just work yeah and or i'll go out but it's
1: not out of frustration no or
0: maybe there is some frustration not at at you necessarily but at at whatever but what i'll do is instead of coming over and pouring my heart about that thing i'll go and i'll kind of like try to figure it out or Mm. get it done I'll go train that night or or morning or whatever and, and then that space I think seems to help that's like it's like a tactical strategic thing that I think we do that I don't know many other people who do it as uh, aggressively <laughs> as regularly
1: yeah yeah I think for us also um, we've always had, and, and you do have to be mindful of this, I think, also in terms of an intimate relationship. But I think something we've always done really well is, um, and maybe this is part of both of our upbringing too, because I think there's some similarities with our upbringings, but we've always just got on on with it. You know, we don't kind of, yeah, we don't have to talk through every minor detail. We we have always had a strong emphasis on teamwork you know and like what what do we both need to do individually to get the best possible outcome here and let's just get on with it and I think that we also through that probably naturally fall into we don't really need to talk about roles and things today but I think we both recognize that each other has strengths in certain things and that really helps to just, <laughs> I think when you know each other's strengths and there's still a work in progress for us. I think we need, we, we still, are really understanding that, but at a basic level, that's also allowed us to do a lot of projects like businesses, retreats, anything we've done together. It's, it's always, to me felt quite easy
0: in yeah, some ways. Yeah, we divide, ways. we totally yeah. divide it yeah yeah we divide it up a lot i'm not very details oriented ruby's very great at at details usually (laughs) uh and that that hasn't been consciously done the whole time but it's certainly done now so we know pretty much what needs to happen and that makes it a lot easier. So, and some people have resistance about that because it's not equal. It's no. not equality so no. much. Like it's more like actually, you know what? You're way better at this. So, like I'll produce a lot more. But I'm not like, well, look, you know, I'm. That's I've done this much more or whatever. It's not. It's certainly not equal, and different things will be divided in different ways. But I think that what that does is it creates a complementary energy, not adversarial. And what will happen is, and I'm way better at sort of encouraging this now. I used to not be so good, but you'll do something and and I'll have my sort of thoughts about it, but I'll just let it go because I know you're better at it (laughs) and it will go really well. And I'm like damn it there it is again like but i'm not saying things anymore so i'm not jumpy anymore like i used to be well not as often (laughs) so it's a learning curve right because you want to some people like i tend to you know micromanage things and look at everything that happens but we're learning i think but yeah it's definitely not equal it's split in a split on different skills and different purpose and different wants and needs and different abilities uh, more than anything else.
1: And the really lovely thing is that that also extends into our relationship as a couple as well. I think I see that, that we do celebrate those sides of each other through the business and then that also strengthens the relationship as well because when you... I mean I'm probably just speaking from personal experience here but I think when you allow someone the space to really lean into their strengths they're going to be a better person and they're going to have better energy and then that is also going to have a really beautiful flow and effect into your actual relationship how they then want to show up when they're with you they feel as though they have that support to be more of themselves and that then creates Better energy in the relationship when you're when you're relating as a couple I think I, I feel that more and more is something that we've leaned into more and it's actually been a really nice flaw and effect into the relationship. That's right yeah
0: and also I think too not what you just celebrate in them but also for me anyway, what I take responsibility for in myself. So, if I, you know, if I'm onto everything and everything is dialed, that will create a different reality for you in your world. And then you bounce back to me as a different person because of that different reality. And so, I think something that, in terms of my thinking and my experiences over the last year or Oh, probably three or four years, but especially the last two. I think well, the last year really, because we—that's when we really went all in together on the business. But is is really staying on top of my training, my rest, my the office, like the work that I have to do or should be doing and want to do. But basically, being on top of everything. Like people talk about habits and stuff like that. But when you're living so close, if you start to let things just turn to custard, your reality all of a sudden is impacted real quick because it's so close. And then I will have to face you mm. coming out of that reality, which is not a good thing for me. So it's just like, does that does that resonate at all?
1: Yeah, yeah. That That when you're when everything's either really intense or all one, I think, yeah, that it comes back to the original thing that we spoke about right at the beginning around separation is that you, you just don't um, have that same level of personal power. I think that's what it comes back to. And I think when each of you in a relationship is – in your power then you can like bring more to the relationship too but you need to have that other structure if you want to call it structure those other things there in order to feel your most powerful
0: yeah it's kind of cliched isn't it but you when you show up in a certain way you help your partner to become a better version of themselves which changes your experience of the relationship and of your partner as well. But it's not always easy in the moment to remember that, but it's like, you know, the personal responsibility is kind of one word that people throw around, but you know, how, how you really kind of create your partner. Mm. It sounds weird, but like if, if the way that I kind of show up and work and how we divide things up and create that separation a big thing behind that is it creates a better wife, right, for me because your lived experience is different through how I'm showing up and vice versa. If you show up a certain way, for me, all of a sudden, you've just created a better husband because I respond to you. It's, it takes some work, but I think that's like that's a big part of it too and that space and everything you mentioned before the training or, you know, you going and hanging out with friends and that kind of thing is all part of that because it, it helps us as individuals, which is, uh, which is cool.
1: What do you think about talking about business 24 seven? Like we talk about business quite a lot and I know this comes up with either business relationships where they're not actually husband and wife or a partnership but people often make a comment around that. I'm curious to know, do you think we talk about business all the time too much? Do you think we have a good on off switch? We know when to flick it. I think in (laughs)
0: the first period of any business, you're gonna be thinking about it a lot for anyone. Mm. I think we talk about it a lot, but I also think that it's a shared purpose and the, the way that we express in that purpose is different. The mission is different, but I think it's okay. Like my, my thing is like, I don't, I don't really judge that stuff Mm. too much. What I do think has been really important is again, the space. So, Another way of creating space will be, you know, going and doing something together that's not the business, Mm. like going out together or, you know, going somewhere or doing something that's not business related, and you still might talk about a little bit. But the fact that you're doing something different in itself is usually helpful. Uh, But yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't think I don't have a kind of a hard opinion on it uh what do you think
1: no i don't think so either i think you're right the
0: weren't the, you just saying it's okay to obsess yeah i something? was yeah i yeah. think it's i think it's yeah if you want to be talking about it and you like it and it's lit, lighting you up gives you gives you energy but we do have space where we don't mm. talk about it for sure mm.
1: And I think it's fun also, you were saying, having that time where you're not having a business meeting at a cafe or something, but you're actually out together for dinner or doing something different than your usual routine. And what's kind of nice about those times is that also is the time where maybe you do talk about business, but it comes through in a different way. You might use those opportunities more to talk about vision or goals or like bigger picture stuff when you're in that kind of setting sometimes that allows you that space. and so while you might talk about business sometimes it's just not that day-to-day routine talk. you know we've got these things to finish these week this week or whatever it is but you have also space for those bigger ideas that you want to create for the business and the the bigger plans and they often come through when you do do those different things, which is kind of fun too. I I love those conversations. I mean that really excites me. So
0: And I don't often I'll be just thinking through something and I won't talk about it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so there's a lot of by even though I wouldn't always be talking about business things there's still a lot going on working through an idea or mm. pondering or looking at it or mm. whatever, which is not brought into the relationship verbally. So I think there's that too. Uh, well, that's it. I mean, is there anything else that you want to add?
1: No, I'm feeling, feeling pretty good. I'm, I, I, hope this, I hope this little insight gives people –
0: you can do it, basically. Yeah. <laughs> if you want it, you can do it. Yeah. You can have the good relationship and you can work together in your business if you want or you can work both from home and a home office or whatever if you want. It's just that each one of those things that you want, in particular the good relationship, just takes – it takes – it takes, it's a choice. You mm. have to choose it and you have to then do the things and creating space is one of those things that most couples, I would say, would be good, you know. So there's things that are systems or whatever that are going to be common. But yeah, you can, you can do it. Um, and it's a lot of fun, I think. It just takes, it takes awareness and it takes a lot of self-awareness because I think that's the easiest place to screw up. If you don't, if you're not self-aware enough and you come in through like a train wreck, it's not going to last and it won't be easy. All right. Thank you.
1: Thank you, John. Thanks for having me.
0: And if you listen to this, if you did enjoy it at all, let us know because it was a first test run. It's much different to normal. And if we get good feedback, who knows, maybe we'll do another one, go a little bit deeper or talk about some other stuff and if not we won't (laughs) but either way we'll be back next week with a guest that we have on the podcast a really cool creator so stay tuned for that and if you found this helpful forward it to a friend or subscribe to the podcast the creative club podcast that's the most helpful thing you can do for us and we'll see you on the next one thanks for tuning in